What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. We're going to talk about the takeaways from the Bears' loss against the Green Bay Packers, in which saw Justin Fields has his best game as a passer in the NFL. We're going to break that down, some studs, duds. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So we had our first good look at what Justin Fields could look like against a solid offensive line. Justin Fields putting up his best night as a passer in the NFL, his his most passing yards that he's that he's putting up. On top of that, he had a high QB rating before the two interceptions, but he was on his way to do that. But one of the things that stood out in this game as well was Justin Fields had a career low in 22% um, as far as pressured on 22% of his dropbacks. What does that mean? That means that Alex Leatherwood being in there made a big difference for the Chicago Bears team. On top of that, it also means that we now can see at least a little bit of a glimpse of what Justin Fields does look like if he was going to have a solid offensive line in front of him. That's why going into this offseason, while the improvement on the defensive line, getting more weapons, getting more tools, it's all important for Justin Fields and the growth of this team. But just as important is what this Bears team does to improve that offensive line. We saw Justin Fields have one of his best, not one of, his best game as a passer in the NFL, passing for 254 yards passing on an 80% completion um, and his highest yards per attempt with 10.2. This gave us a perfect glimpse of what Justin Fields can be as a passer. This is why we don't like when people try to pigeonhole Justin Fields into being a running quarterback because Justin Fields can be a passer. He needs more time. He need he needs those things. Alex Leatherwood being inserted in there, playing more snaps, you see the difference right away of having a solid offensive, a passer, a pass-blocking offensive lineman in there to protect Justin Fields. Yes, he didn't end up getting getting sacked a couple of times, but it is what it is there. At the end of the day, it's this. The, the, improving that offensive line has to be one of the first things that this team does in free agency. I would like to see them fill out the offensive line in free agency, go after your playmakers, go after the defensive line, do those type of things in the draft. But at the end of the day, it's this. They have to improve that offensive line. And if they do that, we're getting a glimpse of it. Justin Fields looked decisive out there going down to, to the long ball uh, with Nikhil Harry, uh, several passes to Cole Komet, uh, getting just spreading the love, getting a lot of, of of receivers involved in that game to Justin Fields in there. And so with that being said, it's this, and I, and I made a mistake. They actually did not get up, give up any sacks in that game. I don't know why I thought he got sacked a couple of times. Nonetheless, maybe I'm just, just PTSD. I'm always used to Justin Fields getting sacked a couple of times. But when you look at it, um, we had six different receivers that caught the ball from Justin Fields. Equinami St. Brown, three receptions, four targets. Cole Komet, six receptions, seven targets. Nikhil Harry, he was one for one, one target, one reception. Chase Claypool, five receptions on six targets. Dante Pettis, one uh, reception on two targets. And David Montgomery, four receptions on five targets. Highly efficient night, spreading that ball out. In, in the passing game, and with what we know we can be rushing-wise, what we know Justin Fields can also do rushing-wise, that's going to be hugely important for the Chicago Bears team going forward, and it's good to get a glimpse of not only what just – we've known what Justin Fields has done all season with his with his rushing and, and his feet. It was good to see him for once do it with his arms and that, and that offensive line stand up and do some of the best protection we've seen for Justin Fields overall in this game. Now, again – Alex Alex Leatherwood to me has earned that that starting right tackle position. Not just for the rest of this season, 
But for 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 and he needs to re-sign with the Chicago Bears. Alex Leatherwood could be a great building block for that offensive line. And we've seen it. This is the first time this offensive line did not uh, let up any sacks for Justin Fields. And when you look at the, the way that Alex Leatherwood was able to own his assignment, it was said when the Bears signed Alex Leatherwood that they could have gotten a steal in, 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 on the waiver wire, bringing him in. And because of that, he's going to be a huge asset for the Chicago Bears team. And I want to see them lock him in for a long time. Just I know it's a small sample size, but listen, he showed enough in there to where I, I say, Hey, Alex Leatherwood needs to be on this offensive line. I want him protecting my quarterback, period, because it was just, it was night and day. It was considerably different. And I think that the fact that that coincides with him being out there, you can't overlook that. Alex Leatherwood did his damn job. Now, other other players that did surprise me in this game, period, were the, were the, were the young uh, secondary. We came into this game missing so many members of our secondary, but we, we came in and saw them. They played pretty well in the passing defense. Um, so, you know, considering we have complete injuries, we're missing Eddie Jackson, missing Jaquan Brisker, mi- missing Kyler Gordon. The fact of the matter is Jalen Johnson and Josh Blackwell and DHC stepped in and put a, put together a solid performance in that secondary. And they, I don't want to overlook that uh, at all. They did they did a really good job out there, and I love to see what they were they were able to do. And it and it, you know, for a secondary that's been Okay, this season, right? We we at one point had a top top ten ranked passing defense in the NFL. At the end of the day, it's this: when you, when you want to have depth out there in the secondary, that's what you you're going to be able to throw in different looks. And right now, we're seeing at least for the rest of the season, we're going to get to take an extended look at these younger players and see how they fit in. And so, you know, that's again something really good that I've seen that I saw in this game. I like the way they they worked Chase Claypool into there. I like the way that he the fact that he was targeted a lot. Nikhil Harry with a big reception in this game, only targeted the one time. I want to see Nikhil Harry get, get more opportunities as we go forward to the rest of the season. Darnell Mooney's out, right? We, we know we're not getting Darnell Mooney back. This is some opportunity, especially while we're not slated to win a lot of games, to take a look at some of these other players to see if they do deserve a, a chance to crack this rotation and be on this roster heading into next season. And Nikhil Harry, hugely in that. Now, the fact that the Bears only have um, a bye week and what they're going to do with that bye week. I hope that they use that to work Chase Claypool a little bit more. Just better utilize some of the weapons since we're missing so many players out there. Um, so, you know, it is what it is there. Um, but that that's that's kind of my thought. Uh, hopefully, they're, they're, they're looking to just improve the way that this offense rolls since it seems like we're rolling with Justin Fields for the rest of the season. And I can't wait to see what he does. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, now, another thing that I took away from this game is that if the Bears' defense if they improve that defensive line, improve the pass rush, we can be looking at a completely different defense. We can go from being one of the top-ranked passing defenses to one of the overall top-ranked defenses in the NFL. And I want to see that them continue to build that out. But listen, last last good, right? Let me let me get one last good one in there before we get to the negative. Jack Sanborn is a playmaker. You can talk all day about Jack Sanborn's quickness, his speed, all of that. Jack Sanborn has been the biggest impact player since Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn left this team. He has to be, at least to me, he's earned at least a a chance to be that long-term starter for the Chicago Bears. He is around every single ball. He he nearly gets to the quarterback. That's where that speed comes in a little bit. But I do think with an improved defensive line, we'll be looking at a completely different uh, 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 Jack Sanborn as far as his ability to get to the quarterback and this team's ability to get to the quarterback overall. In his fifth start, 
Since Jack Sanborn has become a starter, he leads the NFL in tackle. The, the future is bright for Jack Sanborn. Now, what some of the players that the, that the future is not bright for, Carl Santos, Santos got to go. Santos got to go. We he, is, he has hurt this team too much in the special teams. I've always said this. Special teams is one of those things that if they do their job, you kind of overlook it. But man, is it glaring if they don't do their job. And Santos, to me, has earned him to be cut from this team. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve to wear the Chicago Bears jersey, in my opinion, anymore. Am I too harsh on him? Probably. I'm not as harsh on him as C-Dub, though. Also, Luke Getze's play calling down the stretch leaves a lot to be desired. We've seen some really good play calling. We've seen some really good drives. We've seen some overall really good games from play calling with Luke Getze. So I do... I do think it's in there. He's been really inconsistent so far this season, but I do think with an improved, and some people are calling for Luke Getzey to be fired. I don't know if they're serious or just upset, but I do think with an improved roster, with some improved weapons, Luke Getzey could be a damn good offensive coordinator, but he did hurt us down the stretch of this game. Justin Fields hurt us as well with those interceptions. Don't want to overlook that, but some of that is absolutely on Luke Getzey and his play calling as well. Pretty good first half play calling, but there are some, some decisions in the second half that just, it left a lot to be desired from Luke Getze. So that's kind of some one of my issues with this team overall. Um, and so, you know, we'll see what happens with this. At the end of the day, it's this, right? David Montgomery looked really good as well. I did overlook him uh, as well in, in some of the, uh, the, the, the Bears that did a really good job. But it's this, man. This team shows, has shown flashes all season long. We know that this team has shown flashes. I know there are some Bears fans that are really down on this, and, and I understand why. But this season was never a season that was meant about wins. This was a season for development. This was a season to take a look and evaluation and to lay some groundwork. I think we have a pretty good foundation laid. We still have a lot of work to do to complete what this, hopefully this franchise looks like going forward for the next handful of years. And it's crazy that it all really hinges on what the Bears do with this offseason. Between the free agency money that we have, between uh, the, the, the draft picks that we have, this Chicago Bears team has a big chance to be drastically improved heading into next season. And I trust this team, this front office's ability to do that. I know not everyone is all bought in on Ryan Poles. I'm not 100% bought in yet, but I do think Ryan Poles has done enough. He's gotten some talent in some places that we didn't expect it to where now Ryan Poles with the first round, the second round, and, and almost a full complement of picks. What can Ryan Poles do? It's going to be telling. How does he negotiate with free agents? It's going to be telling. But if this Bears team can bring in the talent that we think that they can, at least on paper, it's going to leave, it, it, we're going to be really, really improved. Now, I do want to end this show on Matt Eberflus and what he says his message to the team was. He says this, it's the message that's going to be if we win, lose, or draw. Every single week, I'm going to tell them same thing, just like I want to say to you right now, get back to work tomorrow. I know we got the bye week. Coaches are going to get you uh, three things you can get better at. You're going to look at that during the course of the bye week and come back and get better. And we'll have our eyes forward moving to Philadelphia. You can say what you want. Never, everything has not been all sunshine and rainbows in this first season under Matt Eberflus. Not saying that at all. But I do like Matt Eberflus overall, at least in this first year. And we've seen some other coaches in Bears history have really good first years. They end up yeah, kind of being so-so. But as of right now, I'm really happy overall with the direction of the Chicago Bears. I like their ability and the chance that they have to really improve this team. We'll see if it comes to fruition for the Chicago Bears, but that's overall. That's it for this daily episode on the Monday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the live call. C-Dub's been killing it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the daily episodes, and thank you for the growth of the channel. We are, we are pushing, uh, getting close to 4,000 overall subscribers within the first year of the channel. It's huge for what we've been able to do 
as we continue to add content and things like that, let us know how you'd like to see the channel grow. What are some things that you would like to see be brought to this channel as well, especially as we're going to use the offseason. Like the Bears, we're going to use the offseason to continually improve what we do around here. Let me know all that down below, but otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. Like I liked in every episode on, bear down. Love you guys and peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media. Media.